Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 104. Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back, and I have an exciting podcast for everybody out there today with my special guest. But before I get into all of that, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to all my subscribers uh, for all that you do. Uh, Please remember to... Uh, give a thumbs up, share, rate, review, and leave comments, uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Very important. All of this stuff helps the podcast grow, and I need your help to do it. Uh, so please keep doing that. I greatly appreciate it. Um, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. You're swinging by. You're checking it out. You're just listening. Hit that subscribe or follow button. I greatly appreciate it. It means the world to me and practically nothing to you. But don't forget, there's more you can do. If you're enjoying the videos, give a thumbs up, share, rate, and review. All of that helps push the podcast uh, to a bigger audience, and I need your help to do it. All right? Um, If you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. All the handles are right here. Or the links are in the description below the video. Again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And if you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. You want to get your story out there or maybe tell a story that uh, is somebody else's. You know, stories are great. It's always good to not feel alone. And that's the space I'm trying to create here. We are not alone in anything that we are going through today. Um, And there's so much going on. So if you want to get more involved, well, then send an email over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com, the official email of the Talking With Topher podcast. All right, let's get more involved in a safe space. And, uh, you know, it's just a great way to not feel alone. And again, you can send that email over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And now with all that out of the way, it is Talking With Topher two-year anniversary today. I am so excited about all of this, um, and I, I just couldn't have shared it with a better person. Um, I just couldn't. He's absolutely amazing. Um, he was my jiu-jitsu professor. Um, he's just an amazing jiu-jitsu practitioner. Uh, the competitions that he's been in uh, have just been amazing. Um, and he's a world-class star. I just cannot talk h- more highly of him um, than I already did. So, um, you know, on a side note real quick, uh, Chris Rock got smacked by Will Smith. That was insane. And you know what my favorite part about that was real quick? Um, a couple people found out through me. <laughs> Yeah, because as soon as I saw it on TV, I had to shout it out. I was like, what is happening? And then, of course, Theo Vaughn gets the tweet of the night with uh, Black on Black Crime uh, on national TV. Just insane. It's an insane world we are all living in today. So hopefully um, we get 
we can take you out of that for at least an hour. All right. That I want to be able to do that too. I want to be able to take uh, your thoughts away from all the uh, world uh, bullshit that's going on out there. So, without further ado, let's get into episode 104, the two-year anniversary of Talking with Topher by Talking with Lucas Valet. All right, TWT fans, what's happening? I got a special podcast for everybody out there today. I've got a guest with me. This man has been in my life for a couple years now, Um, been helping me with everything that's going on, my jujitsu. He's helped me uh, so much throughout uh, the last five, six years, and uh, I can't wait to introduce him. This is uh, Lucas Valet. I'm so glad to have you here on the podcast. Uh, please plug and promote anything you want. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much my I have an IBJJ Fanatics DVD, uh, DVD instructional about the Jiu-Jitsu techniques, half guard, and deep half guard. So... If you guys are interested, just go BGG Fanatics, type my name, and you're going to find my DVD and purchase. I guarantee you're going to have a, a – you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so with all that out of the way, um, I guess we could kind of get into it. I, I wanted to uh, know so much more. Um, what was it like uh, growing up in Brazil? All right, so yeah, yeah. I want to go back to the beginning. I yeah. want to go back to little Lucas growing up in Brazil. Who were your role models? What was it like? Oh my God, like it is a big story, but yeah, first off, first off all, it's amazing. Okay, Brazil is like, oh my God, Chris. If you go there, you're gonna like, you're gonna get crazy. So many Americans goes there, and they don't want to come back. I saw many times they go and they stay because the place is so beautiful. The nature is something like incredible. We have the whole year's warm. Imagine a summer the whole year, okay? Oh, okay. Some people don't like it. Yeah. But summer the whole year, you got beautiful beach, all right, which have waves, have everything. We got the mountains. We got waterfalls, like everything at the same place, you know. And I came from Rio de Janeiro. Oh. Which, which like, is known for the wonderful city. Because the same time as a city has the nature between the city. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So, it has different parts in Rio, right? It has bad parts and good parts. I came up from... I grew up in Maya, okay? From when I was a kid through my, I believe, my 11. Right? Okay. Then I moved to Barra da Tijuca, which is like the best city ever, right in front of the beach. My mom oh. have like super close place in front of the beach. Then I grew up there. So, which is a transition. And coming back from there, my growing up was pretty good. I had like good friends. I met real good people. My my family was really good. We went through rough times, but we always went got it got it good, you know. And my grandma was really good to me. Everybody, you know, my dad was really good to me. He was not there every time, but he he was good to me too. Everybody, and was a was a pretty good. Then when I went to Baja, things changed changed to better and changed a little bit to worse because my mom and my dad broke up back oh, in the time. Okay. I was I was eleven. And 
things were different, were different because that had that place had people of money. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So totally different environmental for me. Oh. And it was good because I lived things there, which was like amazing, you know, amazing, amazing. The the vibe of like getting your home, going to the beach, going to the school, everything, walking on my bike, you know, you know everybody like, oh my god, you. You, you can go to a place and you know everybody's gonna be there. It's kind of it's kind of oh. crazy, you know. Yeah. So you, I know the whole city. Everybody knows me, and I made a lot of good friends. Went through uh, tough things too, right? It was by myself. My dad wasn't with me anymore to tell me what to do. So were you just living with your mom there? I was just living with my mom, and the thing my mom used to work for, and she used to work the whole day. And I used to be by myself the whole day. Oh, okay. Just okay. By myself. Just and w- what what year is this? This was two thousand. We moved there two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay. Two thousand seven. Wow. Yep. Two thousand seven. It's a big story, but I'll keep no, no, going. no. Keep going, please, yeah, yeah, please, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. and was good because the place was so good. I met good people too, but I didn't have more my dad to guide me in a couple of things. You know. Mm-hmm. And my mom was working on the time, so I was by myself. Right. And um, a lot of bullying, things like that, normal, right? And I didn't know how to handle. Then I finally found the jiu-jitsu. Oh, right? okay. Found the jiu-jitsu. I did a little bit with my, my dad when I was younger. He used to help me. He was my whole model to, to do jiu-jitsu, right? Oh, okay. I was, the best thing, like, my family and I... Just the, the men of the family, my uncle, my cousins, my dad, we all used to get together when I was a kid and watch like the Pride. You know, Pride? Pride is like, was the Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Pride was the Japanese yeah, MMA. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we UFC. All, yeah. Yes. And then UFC too. We all used to get together and watch. We saw the Graces. We saw everything. And like, I grew up with Jiu-Jitsu in my mind, you know. My dad that was talking to me about Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, so your dad was a big proponent for yes, your jiu-jitsu. Big, big, was big. he in jiu-jitsu? Yeah, he oh, was. Okay. I think he got his blue belt. Yeah. Is it is it Okay, so we're in Brazil. So is it more uncommon to hear of people like not doing jiu-jitsu? Uh I mean, it's not like that the way we think. Okay. I mean? It's not like that. But yes, a lot of people know jiu-jitsu, a lot of people like know what it is. Practice the martial but art. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like this. You no, know? the biggest sport that is soccer. You know. Oh, if, okay. If you grew up in Brazil. You play soccer. Oh, but all right. But jiu is big too. It's interesting. Big. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. And yeah, so 2007, you're by yourself. You're making some bad decisions. What's going on there? Uh, no, things were going crazy. I was just by myself, right? Okay. And and, and you found the jujitsu. I found jujitsu. All right. I found the jiu-jitsu, and I started training, and my dad used to, to meet me sometimes to help me. He was in a different path at the time, but, like, he was helping me in the jiu-jitsu, too. And it was when I met the In-Fight Academy, and I met my professor, Rogério. I met Professor Felipe that you know. Oh, Felipe, yes, yes, yes. I know Professor yeah, Felipe. Yeah. And they were amazing to me. They were amazing to me. They, like, they helped me a lot. Just going to. Yep. That's good. Here we go. I just want to get that. Yeah, there they, we go. They helped me a lot, Chris. A lot, a lot. And things changed. I started, like, to get more confident. I started, like, to to handle things by myself, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you know how to, to talk. And still a kid, but that, that that was really good. My dad used to go to every tournament with me. I won a couple things when I was by belt. 
Oh wow. Yeah, then then when I got my, my blue belt, that was December I got my blue belt December sixteenth of two thousand nine. Oh wow. Yep. Then right after that, one day after my, my birthday, my dad got an accident. He bumped his head, he followed a tree uh off uh. a tree, he bumped his head. He's still not bad today. He doesn't move. He talk. He can. I mean, he doesn't talk. Just bad words. That's the only thing he talks. Oh, okay. But he's he's not bad. He's still there. And and did he like break his neck or just back? Head, just he head. just hit his head, got a real bad concussion. Really and it, bad. It just yep. messed him up. Messed him. Oh up. man. Then was a pretty tough time after that, right? It was really hard to handle. And my academy, they were great to me because they became my family. You know what I mean? Okay. My professor got me and, like, they did everything to me on that, you know. And hmm, so my professor, Rogério, Professor Felipe, all of them, everybody from the academy also were my whole models. They did, like, they did a lot. And I started growing jiu-jitsu. I was not chewing so in the tournaments. And that was that was what happened. Yeah. That's the little, I mean... Yeah, you know. All right, so so now you're do you're doing, you you've done some tournaments there. Yep. So, uh, but you've done almost all your training, if not all of it, was done pretty much in Brazil, was it not? Uh, I mean, it is and not. I I went a couple times to America when I was seventeen. A couple mm-hmm. times I had a friend who received me, Mario, Mario Aiello. He helped me a lot too when I when I come up. I went a couple times to his house. Actually, I went like four times. First time I went to compete, I went for a week. Second time I went for a month. Oh, yeah. Third time I went for three months. And the fourth time I went for three months again. Oh, so, okay. So every time you came back yeah. to do competition yep. in, in the U.S., you would stay longer and longer? Yeah. Okay, okay. So he he helped me a lot there in California, there where he is. So, oh, all yeah, right. Yep. So when you're, uh, 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 you got your blue belt, you're moving up in your jujitsu. Um, um, when, when is it that like, how many competitions have you like, do you even have a total number? Like, oh do you God, know please. a total number of how many competitions you've actually been in? Cause I, I've skimmed through your videos and it seems like it's just endless. Like you have an endless oh amount of content out there. It's amazing. Oh my God, Chris, it's. It's crazy because I used to track that. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. I used yeah. to track in my blue belt. I used to track. I used to track. I used to remember every fight. Every oh, fight wow. I used to remember. I used to remember everything that happens. I used to re- remember the name of the people. I used to remember everything. But got in a point that I like, you know, I can't, I can't track anymore. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah. you've done so many competitions that you've just lost track of them all. I've, I've, do you? Do you yeah. Okay, so let me kind of uh, uh, break that down a little bit then. How, how, many, how many competitions have you, like, gotten gold in? Gold medal? Yeah, like, golds. Uh, like, what are the competitions? I, I, I'm, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not in the competition world, so I don't know. Only one I know of uh, is, like, worlds yeah yeah. that's like the one i know of i think that's the one most of us know of but like how many competitions were you doing a year so um, right now i would say i would do like about it depends you know i did before only four when i was folks who fight just the bigger tournaments four i mean by like europeans 
Pan American Championship, Brazil Nationals, and Worlds. Okay, so those are the big four. In my opinion. Oh, but interesting. The but the thing is, now Jiu-Jitsu got so big that you get tournaments that are, don't have the, the name, but they do a good amount of uh, money payments, you know. Oh, okay. So that counts a lot, you know what I mean? So if you're a professional athlete and you like build, you having a good name, you just want like something important and some some event might invite you to to compete, you know, which like it's a good prize of money. But anyways, uh I did before like that, competing just focus on those those four, but also like my blue belt Chris, no word of lie. And I think blue belt should be like that because that's when you need more experience and mm-hmm. the, and also on the blue belt you find so much different levels you know you okay. have a new blue belt is totally different like uh, of a blue belt who's like been like three years two years in a blue belt makes sense totally different okay yeah like, totally different my blue belt I competed every every single weekend. Every, every weekend? Every single weekend in my blue belt. It was crazy. You can't, ask, you can't ask Professor Philippe. He's going to say say you the truth. Man, every single weekend. we me and, me and him and another two friends from the academy, we used to go every weekend compete in the blue belt. So we had the state uh, Rio de Janeiro state championship we used to go, which is like a whole circuit. So you fight during the year and had another one and like it was was crazy. Had had weekends that we had two tournaments in the same weekend. We fought one day and another day too. What? It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Holy shit. So you were so when you're doing all these competitions and these things are going on, like how how quickly did you wind up with your purple belt? Because if you're doing competitions yep. and training like yeah, that. Yeah, yep. Wow. So, so I got my belts really fast in jiu-jitsu. Okay. Today that became like, that became normal. Today is normal. Today people are getting belts faster. Faster. My time was already getting like that too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I got my belts fast. I was one year in a white belt. Okay. Really like eight months, something like that, you know. And I was two years and a half, a little maybe a little more, maybe two years and a month, something like that, on my blue belt. Oh wow! My purple belt was fast. I was just one year and a half in my purple belt. What? And in my brown belt was even faster. I just was brown belt for a year. What? Yep. I got my black belt in f- almost six years. Holy yep. shit! Yep, yep. I I used to compete every time. I used to. I mean, if I get the opportunity, I'm still doing that, you know. Yeah. I, I, that's what I do, man. I used to, you know, when I was like in school, I used to go to school in the morning, get out, and be the whole day at the academy. I did three sessions a day of training, like lifting, um, wow. training, yeah. and training, and sometimes street sparring training is true, like sessions, I mean. So from the time that you're 14? 15. 15? Yep. So the Just way it was an animal. Yeah, when I was by belt, I start training twice a week. Okay. After first month, three times a week. After fourth month, every day. <laughs> and after the after the the month, let's say six. Twice a day, every day. Oh my! And God. it was just growing, growing more and more and more. And yeah, like, you can obviously yep. tell that you were obsessed. Like, yes, yes, I am. Jujitsu, like it's it's. Do you have that focus anyways? 
Or was it like if you get into something, you just you you throw yourself no, all in, or is this just the no, way your jujitsu was? Just what uh. that's just what it is jujitsu for me, you know. Okay. Um <clears throat> yes, pretty much. Yeah, jujitsu, yeah, it means a lot to me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. Well, especially in class, we we could tell very much that it's a very big <laughs> passion of yours. Um, so now now you're uh, let's say we're we're getting you're doing competitions every weekend. We're purple belt. Um, all the other belts were pretty quick, so there was still all the competition in between all of that. Yes. You're still in Brazil. Yeah, I'm still in Brazil. And then you get your black belt. When do you decide to Over here. come to America? Yeah. And, and, and how did you meet everybody uh, through Philip? No, I'm trying to figure out your connection I'll to connect you, uh, everybody. You. Yeah, first you want to see the connection. You want to know how to, how I, what made me come up here. Uh, let's, uh, you know what? Let's do the connection first, and then you All tell right, me why yeah. you decided to so, come. So the name of my professor is Rogério Poggio. Okay. The name of his professor, which I had classes too when I was blue belt too, a little bit on the brown, is Tochi, Tochi Jordan. Oh, okay. You, yeah, you had a seminar with him, Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 yes. Tochi. So what happened was that Tochi was working with Professor Rafael at the start in Florida, start association in Florida, and back on the time, yeah, pretty much that was a connection. He asked, okay, me to, he asked, okay, he asked me to go to his home, and I went there to just compete like in Miami International Open. Yes, and I did really well on the tournament. Everybody was talking about me on the tournament, and and. Rafael linked me here. Ah, uh, got at, okay. Here, and then I was how I came up. Yeah, because uh, Tochi uh, was doing. The Zoom classes yeah, when yeah. we first locked down, and I was like the only student showing up for his like seven o'clock morning class. No, no, my man. And he was doing he he quit doing it because yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah, have yeah. enough people he's showing a, up. A, but that's how I know him yeah. is from the Zoom classes when we were in complete lockdown like two years ago. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was great, man. It was it was. I wish more people got up at seven o'clock in the morning. That's, you know what man, I mean? Man, that guy he wakes up every day five in the morning. I believe it. And like, has nothing to do here. Cups five in the morning. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. He's like, go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His class his was thing. intense. It was intense all over the morning Zoom. Morning classes are not for me, but for him is his thing. <laughs> ah. All right. So, so through him, Raphael, and now you're 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 being noticed. And is that when Professor Tim and everybody? Uh, meet you? Do they come to Brazil to meet no, you? No, no, you no, come no. to America? No, no, no. Uh, Rafael talked to Tim. Yep. Then they sent me to here. Oh, okay. They got my ticket, and I came up just a test, and they like it, and then I then I got here. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And that was, oh god, how long ago was that? Six years. I uh, make six years in uh, May eighth. May eighth was six, six years. Wow. So now. So now you're coming to America, they're checking you out, and they like you. So now you decide to stay in America? Are you planning on moving at this time, or is this still just a... Uh, right now? Like, not right now, but like when you first met Professor Tim, you were getting alchemated, yep. you were coming into PMA. Yep. Um, when did you finally decide to let go of Brazil? So, actually, I decided 
uh, when we go, we went to Miami. We we went to Miami. I actually I went by myself. My wife was in Brazil. I went to Miami because we were looking for opportunity. Actually, what happens was that what I said to you, but I had my sponsors in Brazil as an athlete. I had like oh, okay. I have a bunch of sponsors. I have the Atama Kimonos, which like was a dream sponsor together for me back on the time. I actually had since my blue belt. They were very good because that was like first gi brand, like nice gi brand, you know, and they, they did the sponsor for me and it was pretty good. I had that sponsor they used to, to give me, to pay me. I had another sponsor, which was three ninety nine, which was a bar, an amazing bar with like healthy food. And they used to give me money too. I had the radio uh, sponsor, which like, which call uh, was a rock radio st- uh, station, which was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Was very famous. Radio Cidade was the name, and they used to pay me some money too. So, and I used to teach kids class too. Oh, I teach kids class since I'm seventeen because after my dad got in an accident, my mom didn't want to pay me jujitsu anymore, and my professor like, okay, Lucas. So what we're going to do is get having you teaching class. Oh, so you could keep going to school. That was how I paid. That was oh, how I paid. Oh wow, that's great. Yep, yep, and. So, I had my sponsors, right? Yeah. And someday I stop it and I look like, okay, I want to be an athlete. And this keeps me good here, but but it really won't get me where I want, you know? Okay, yeah. You know, it really won't make me have a house or something. Okay, like so that. you're making money, but you're not making enough money to actually uh, be able to... I mean, I couldn't, with that money, I couldn't not travel because now the bigger tournaments are here. Oh, okay. With that money, I couldn't, was a good money. I could like eat everything and like go everywhere, like and buy whatever, like as clothes that I want, but I didn't have my place. And that money couldn't let me travel to here to compete because okay. the world championship was here, Pan American championship, actually it is here, you know? Oh, okay. And I didn't want like my parents to, to my pay. mom to pay for me. And, right. and like, I decided, you know, I gotta, I gotta, gotta move, you know, I gotta do the move. So I went to America with that reason to first be an athlete and work with, with what I gotta do. Yeah. Oh. That was the reason I came So up. that was the reason that you yeah, came. Yeah, yeah, Now, now before that, um, were you with you because you brought Mariana here with you, right? Yep. So you guys were together in Brazil. Did you meet before or like were you together for a couple of years before you both? Was it also I know this is a lot, but was it hard to convince her to leave Brazil? You know what I mean? So, so it's, uh, it, I'll, I'll explain to you, but it's funny because I see you don't know much about me. I thought you knew those things. You know, oh, no, sir. <laughs> this is how, this is why this is so much fun for That's me. Why it's I'm, fun, I'm, man. I am, I like man. It. I'm I trying like to, I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to learn. I want That's to know. Cool. And no, I love it. I, I believe love this it. is a great way to get to yeah, know one man. another. I mean, you know, I, I'm not, if you want to ask me any questions, feel free to ask no, me questions no, too. I'm, I'm so this happy. Is... I'm so happy to talk what I'm talking. Okay, I, good. I didn't know. I'm just surprised. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So me and Mariana, we met in Brazil. Yeah. I was 20. She was 22. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know she was older. 
Yeah, she's tw- she was 20, but she's like 16 days. Like, older oh, okay, me, you know? okay, she's okay. She used that as an excuse. To <laughs> oh, say I'm me sorry. What I thought you said 22. You said 20. Also, at, at two is also. Uh, oh, yeah. that's my apologies. No, that's my that's my English, right? No, it's right. fine. Yeah, it's no, fine. No, he doesn't. Speak <laughs> <more> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my god! Anyway. All right, there we go. I just did the one thing I was fearing. So here we go. We're gonna we're gonna battle through this. That's Push okay, through it. my friend. I'm just playing. Anyways, uh, uh, yes, we met there. She was twenty, and I was brown belt back on the time. And after a year, I got my 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 black belt, and we passed in a year there in a black belt. And I like, I was sad because I couldn't come up to here to to compete the bigger tournament. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And back on the, exactly on that year, they made a new rule that the year that you need to require points in a black belt ranking to fight on the big, on the world championship on American everything. Oh. And they didn't have much uh, for BJJF. They didn't have much uh, opens, international opens. Those are tournaments to get the points. And like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Then, then that was one of the decisions to go, but that went come up the big thing. Oh, so we had an opportunity to go to Abu Dhabi, hmm. Abu Dhabi. Okay, which I thought was a great thing because I was I would, I would get paid, get like a lot of training because I had a lot of people there, and I thought I would like could travel to America to compete. Oh, okay, you know what yep. I mean. They have a big program in there with like the military and the kids mm-hmm. at the school, you know. And I thought that was great. Professor Felipe was there. Oh, okay. And and but the place over there, the religion and everything is so so. I mean, I mean, you know, restricted and different than ours. Yep. That required. I didn't want to leave Mariana, and that required us to be married if she want to go with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we got married to go. Oh. Yeah, that was how. So, so you did, you got married to go to Abu Dhabi. Yep, yep, oh. yep. Got married. Yep. And, and I had like the contract, everything for the shake, shake, uh, his sign and everything. Supposed to go, a couple friends, my was supposed to go to. And I sell my motorcycle. I sell, I sale, put on everything on sale. I was ready to go. And when came up the time to go, my ticket to go didn't come up. And my friend's ticket came up. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? Everybody like, what's going on? And everybody traveled. Yeah. Then when my friends got there, a couple were like, People owned of the the business, whatever who was it, who was asking for my name to work, but my ticket didn't came up. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, people think it had like some some type had a lot of like bad things on that company that people like were stowing something, like mm-hmm. a lot of kind of weird things, and people thought that they took my name to put somebody's name something something weird oh okay but so there was some sh- possible shenanigans going on yeah but yeah. but we have no idea what happened okay. you know what i mean yeah. so just like speculations yeah okay but anyways the thing didn't came up so now i'm married leaving on her dad's house i let go everything like 
everything and like now what i'm going to do i was lucky that i that i won a big tournament in brazil that i made a couple thousands i i i won like in dollar over there oh okay good was the abu was abu dhabi federation so i i i got money in dollar and the money was like the dollar to the to our money was like big and like yes i made a good money then then like oh my god now what i'm going to do what am i gonna yeah i hate the situation like really don't like to live in my i don't know her dad's house you know yeah 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 then i came up to america and was how everything happens oh okay <laughs> so you see so you so because of all that is the reason why why you really wound up here so if your ticket got pulled I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Nope. That was that's a, fucking wild. Dude. It is, dude. It wow. is, dude. It is wow. crazy. Wow. That is so insane. So now you guys, so you come to America, you start working with uh, everybody at school, and you automatically got the job or no, no, it was no. like a trial it was a period? Trial. It was a trial period and because I remember you showing up and but when I feel like when you came into class to teach us, you were introduced as our new professor, and that was it. So, was there a trial period before that? No, that that was a trial period. Oh, that was the trial period. That was a trial oh. period. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. And they're not going to be like, "Hey, guys, he's just trying out," you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you know okay. what I mean. But yeah, that was a trial period, and I remember, I think after. I'm not sure for three months. I think it was around that. And we're like, oh, Professor Lucas is is uh, it's gonna be that from the professor now, not so official. I remember we that happens, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow, that is so incredible. What I was, I was back on the time, 22. When you were 20 as well. What what was that? I was back on the time, 22 years old. Oh, okay. You were 22 years old. Yep. Yep. Okay. So wait a minute. When you came into our class to teach us, you were 22? Yep. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've been here six years, man. Yeah. So, oh my God. I'm 28 now, yeah. 28. Yep. Okay. So, that makes me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insane. So, six years ago, I mean, wow, I was 36. So, that's, <laughs> it's, that's crazy, dude. So, from 15... To 22, you go from white to black to teaching. It's just incredible. What a a, a, a crazy it's, journey. It's it so is, quick, man. too. Like, yeah, I, I was, that seems really fast for me. My life is always you know? like that, man. But you know what is funny? I was just thinking about my life. Usually, like, it's, it's like a cycle of seven years. Okay. It's, it's kind of crazy. My time of training jiu-jitsu in Brazil was seven years. Okay. Here not right now, six years, but like I'm probably gonna stick around for more. I I really don't know what I'm gonna do, but like I believe it's gonna be seven years too. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so now that you uh, are here, um, you have now become a U.S. citizen. No, you didn't. No, no. So we applied for a green card with like. Put a lot of money on the law. We worked so hard. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. And going uh, on. I thought you were getting your citizenship. No, we are. I'm. We are getting me and Mariana getting our green card. 
Well, what's I don't know what that yeah, is. So I green, guess green card allows you to work and stay and yeah, yeah. Okay, to open your own business, to do whatever you want. Oh, really? Yeah, citizen, but that's for I believe ten years. Okay, I might say something wrong. Too, no, no, that's fine. You know, no, ten can... years and green uh, citizens is different. Citizens, you can stay forever. Yeah. You know, and you can vote, you can... Okay, just, so this is why people marry for green cards and all this stuff. I, exactly. I don't... I've never had to deal with a green card, so I am asking some questions that I am unfamiliar, familiar with the answers. So, um, but, so you have the green card, and then you would have to renew that yeah, later on? Yeah, but it's... I, I believe it's, like, very easy. Very hardest, easy. Yeah, hardest to get the green card, which was still in the process, you know? You still haven't gotten it. Man, why? What? Why? Yeah, it's it's just a, a it's, lengthy process. Um, is it? Is it? Is it our government? Couple of things happens. Like <laughs> what the thing that happened in Afghanistan made hard because a lot of people got in front of us. Okay, people who did the right thing, like paying lawyer and paying the tax and everything. You know, okay, which I did, but it, it's okay. I understand. And uh, what else? And COVID. Oh, what yeah, else? that fucked up everything. Yeah, what yeah. else? Yeah, um, yeah, it's just a bunch of things. Just I think the period is to be, I'm not exactly sure, exactly sure, between a year, maybe last eight months to uh, 16 months, something like that. Now it's like 14 months through eight, 18 months, something okay. like that. So I think we just did a year. Yeah, we're still waiting, yeah. I'm still waiting. Yeah. So, do you, so, you, so do you think... Think you're gonna get it in the 14 months? I the uh, the only reason I ask is because like I know doing anything with any branch of our government never happens in the amount of time that they even tell you it's going. Like they'll tell you the furthest time you should probably take that a little bit further yeah. before they actually get anything done around here. So I just I I know from being in and out of the court systems that it's just a shit show all the way around they never make anything easy and most of the time it doesn't make any sense and all the all the red tape and everything that you normally have to go through is yeah. just paying somebody which yeah. is so annoying it's like why didn't you just 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 put a dollar sign up and i'll pay you the money and you just give me the shit then you know I what know, i mean I instead know. of making us do the song and dance and I don't know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I get irritated by. You know, this whole country was built on immigration and people moving in. And yet yeah, here yeah, you yeah. are having a hard time staying. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Getting the things that you need to stay, yeah. that aggravates me. To, And I mean, that is a whole different subject. But, well, I, I apologize for getting that incorrect. Mm. I could have sworn that you got that. So I apologize no, for that. That's so that's okay. That's okay. So so now you got uh, you're waiting for the green card. You're figuring those things out. But where are what are you uh, doing as of today? So where do you see yourself? Where where are you where are you going? Because um, I found out something, and I I want yeah. you to uh, kind of clarify. Yep. What's what's going on in 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 your own words, of course. So I just quit from PMA, right? Yes, yes, that yep. was what I just heard. I just quit there. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen, or you can click the link in the description below the video. 
I absolutely love this website. They've got all the hottest stuff, and they've got all the hottest spring items that just came out. That's right. They got brand new skateboards, brand new socks. They got the uh, board shorts. They've got the beach towels. I mean, are you going to go to the beach without a towel? No, you're not, but you should get one of these uh, slow down beach towels. It looks like right now the Drunken Lizard is the only beach towel available. Some items are sold out, but hey, they're always restocking and they're always adding new stuff. And they still got so much more to choose from. Leggings, t-shirts, kids clothes, hats, gloves, sweatshirts, sweatpants. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And this is just amazing products high quality products at a great price and you're only going to get this stuff here that's right slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com you're not sure how to spell it it's right here at the bottom of the screen or you can click the link in the description below the video New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road Seabrook New Hampshire down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call, see if we got something in stock, 603-814-4171. What else can I tell you about the shop except it's amazing? If you are looking for today's hottest vape products, New Hampshire Vape Gallery is your spot to stop. That's right. The guys behind the counter know what they're talking about, and you want to know why I can say that and feel confident about it? Because I'm one of those guys behind the counter. I'm going to answer those questions that nobody else at any, almost any vape shop around my area can answer. Why? Because they don't even know what a vape is. They're still smoking cigarettes, and they're not knowledgeable, or they don't smoke at all, and they just don't care. Hey, I'm just telling you the truth, and the truth hurts. All right, New Hampshire Vape Gallery knows what's going on. We've got all the answers. We've got all the products, and we keep them in stock all the time. That's right. You looking for coils that maybe nobody else has? You're going to find them here. I'm telling you. I've had people, many people, tell me that we have everything under the sun, and they've never seen such a wide variety of products in any other vape shop in New England. So come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery. That's right. And come see us, the guys at the gallery that'll answer all your questions or find what you're looking for. And that's at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. I love this website. It's absolutely amazing. I've been telling you about it for about two years now. They have all the best organic products. Some have been discontinued. Some have been updated. But they are all amazing. That's right. And if you want to get some of their foot and bath soak uh, 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 on, on a discount, they still got the Feeling Rosy Foot and Bath Soak for $6. That's right, $6 right now, and you can melt those stressful days away. But, of course, they always carry their Foot and Body Soak for $10, and you can get a big big bottle of it. They also have the Beard Oils, uh, Woodsman and Dapper are the two cents. And, of course, if you want to repair your skin, they got the Herbal Salve, which is amazing for repairing that dry uh, cracking skin and then of course you get the body balm and lip balm care which keeps moisture in and keeps it from cracking all over again I love 
all of these products. I use them personally. They're amazing. They're uh, made locally here in New Hampshire, woman-run business. I mean, it doesn't get uh, better than that. All right, and you can only get these things here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And now, back to talking with Lucas Valet. Right now, I really have no idea what I'm going to do because I didn't plan it for it. Okay. So we kind of lost now, you know, but I'm very firm on my decision. I really think I did the right thing. And, yeah, there's no regretting. And, yeah, we don't know. We might, I mean, the purpose is to own my family mm-hmm. and build myself as an accomplished competitor, which I've been doing, like, since I'm a kid, you know? Yes. And I won't give up on that. That's, like, priority, you know? But I'm into, I don't know, let's see. I'm see what's going to be available. And I'm very confident that I go in. Anything work, you know. Your your drive, sir, and your work ethic. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine no matter what you do. And I will. I I stand behind it a hundred percent because we all have to do these things in life. Yeah, you you have to, and it's fine. But what I'm curious about is what what got in your way. Yeah, so I wasn't agreeing uh, agreement agree with a couple things that was happening there. Uh huh. And pretty much this and happens a situation which for me is unacceptable. Okay. And I decided that was just a little like a little thing like that blew up mm-hmm. thing, you know? Yeah. That was not the main reason, but then I then I decided to go and pretty much this I don't wanna go too deep, you know. Okay, uh, that's fine. That's but, fine. But pretty much pretty much I wasn't agreeing with a couple things and decided to Think like by myself. Yeah. Step about, step aside. Yep. No, yeah, and that's fine, and, and that that happens, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Super normal. It do, it does happen, and um, you know, uh, people do things, and we don't agree with them, and yeah. sometimes we have to take action in order to fix it. Uh, but what's going on with uh your lungs? Are you still yep. competing, or are you, no. you 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 kind of tapped out right now? Because I've been out of you know, I've been out of it for about three weeks because of the stupid yeah. rip thing we were talking about it earlier downstairs. And I saw you post on Instagram uh, a picture of the oh, little awesome. breath thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, he must still be having some lung issues. Yeah. And then I heard about this, and I was like, oh no, like are you? I was. I was putting together in my mind that something physically was keeping you from doing this. Oh, no. And it seems like it's a little bit deeper than that. There's something else going on. But how is your, how are your lungs doing? Are you going to be able to get back into competition? So I'll, someday I'll be able to be back. I don't know when, because it looks like it's a longer process for that. Uh, What I had is called pleurisy. You know what I mean? Pleurisy. Pleurisy, which like has the lungs. And has a, a lane uh, which covered the lungs. Okay. And yep. between that is a lot of inflammation, fluid, liquids. So when you breathe, hurts and looks the sensation is like people like stabbing you. Oh Jesus. And like when when this start happening, like I used to like fall on the ground and like oh, in contractions, like I couldn't move and breathe breathe. So it was hard. And yeah, it was bad. So looks like the rec- the regeneration, the recovery for that, it is a, a long time period. So some days I feel great, 
and some days I don't. And I was trying to push myself in training to get back, you know, it's time to get back. I cannot let this go, you know, it's time to go. But every time that I was pushing, after like... You fall back. Yeah, I fall back and it was pretty bad. And I just went to the doctor and the doctor said like, he still has like scars, still has some liquid. Really? Yeah, and it takes a while to get better, so... Did they give a window of how long it takes for that to get no, better? No, they didn't. They didn't. Actually, when the, when I went, I went four times to the mm. hospital. They didn't know what to do. Then they finally find out, and they pretty much said, you take anti-inflammatories until you feel it's good. Like So I took anti-inflammatories like from, like actually from um, uh, almost two months. And I hate to take medicine. I don't like Yeah, it. you don't like medicine? And that messed it up with my belly. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm taking medicine for my belly, omeprazole, for my stomach. Yep. The lungs, I believe, is not they can do right now. So you just got to wait. And you just got to wait. Just gotta so wait. it's just like this stupid thing. Yep. They're like three to six weeks. That's your window. But for you, you have no window. I heard it's six months, but I really don't know. You know, I Six really months. Know. I really don't know. That's still a long time to just yeah. wait. Yeah. And there's lit that, that's the frustrating part about these injuries that happen is that the, there's nothing nobody can do for you. There's yeah, no man. magic pill. There's yeah. there's absolutely nothing. And I yeah. think one of the worst things is that like I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm sitting around not doing anything, even though I'm letting myself heal. I'm beating myself up because I'm yeah. not doing anything. It is it is a really hard so. process. It's a really hard process. I was just talking to a student the other day who hurt himself, and he was one sugar. Like, man, you gotta be patient. It's part of the game. Yeah, we it, can do. But it's it's hard. I know. It's man, one of the I worst know. parts because you you literally feel okay, so you do something, and then all of a sudden it comes back. But yeah. then it comes back tenfold. I understand. And yeah. you're like, oh my god! But the the being patient or having the patience to let yourself heal, I feel is so hard. It is, man. It Especially is. when you're driven, you want to go, you're just nonstop, you know, every day. It's It's got to be so difficult. So, yes. well, I was really upset to hear that you're not going to be with us at school anymore. Oh, man. I mean, no, no. I, I, hey, yeah. you have, like, like I said, man, you have taught me so much. And I have to say that every time... We rolled and stuff like that. It was just, it was always a learning experience with you because you you were just so fluid with everything that you did. The way that you, yeah. the way you taught was obviously amazing because I've learned so much. Uh, I mean, I don't know of any student in that school that says anything different about you personally. So I, I will miss you there, but I am uh, uh, you know, I want I want to see where where you're going with this. What what you're gonna get into? You know, the future. We obviously don't know exactly what's gonna happen with today's future. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what's gonna happen with the world. Period. At this <laughs> moment in time, but I know from working with you and uh, 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 all that stuff over the last six years, I know that you're gonna be able to. Do whatever it is that you're looking to do as of right now. So uh, you leaving school is just your next stepping stone. But I just want you to know you will be missed. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks so much, my friend. Yeah. Oh my god, I appreciate it so much. You have no idea. Yeah, well, you know I appreciate, dude. I appreciate you coming here yeah. because you don't. You have no idea what this means to me. Like, oh my god, you you are one of my role models. I may be older than you. I may be your elder, but you are one of my role models because I was in a very bad place before you showed up. And at that time, I was still drinking, smoking, and doing stupid shit. And it wasn't until I started uh, uh, learning more, uh, not just from you, but learning more about uh, uh, jujitsu and self-control and those things that changed my mentality of, um, of wanting to drink, of wanting to do bad things or go yeah, down bad paths. So... Everybody in that school, um, you know, really helped turn me around. And I can't express that enough. I think I told Rick the same thing when he was on my podcast. I've told Tim and Shehan, Laura, everybody at that school yeah, yeah. has changed my life dramatically. And I'm very thankful for that. But I, I, I'm excited to see uh, what's next for you, man, because yeah, man. I, I'm telling you, you are... Uh, <laughs> It's just incredible, man. I'm yeah. sorry. Anybody, you got feet. You got hands for feet. It's yeah. it's the wildest thing ever. Yeah. Like you just you know how to just move, and it was it was always like I was a beach ball. Nah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling you, I was up in the air, yeah. I'm all over the place, <laughs> and you have just God. taught me so much. You've taught me so so much self control, just everything. So I thank you for that, and I just really appreciate you coming here, dude. This means. A lot to me. This is it's it's been a very exciting. It's been a hard hard to get you to come here since you forgot about me last week. You see how he did that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just it's just it's it's absolutely uh, crazy. So even though you don't know what you're going to do at this moment, um, uh, what? Hmm. What what is what are you thinking about? What yep. what's going on in there? What's what's uh, what's yeah. happening? What's uh, what's your thought process yeah, right now? First, first I just have to be thankful to you to be a great student, man. And, <laughs> and so this is just like show me that I'm we're doing the right thing and like that I receive a cup like a lot of message. I bet you did. And like everybody was very grateful, so I'm very grateful to everybody too, you know. So yeah, my thought, I mean. My family, right? Yep. You gotta gotta be smart. You cannot go act like crazy, right? Yep. Family, but I want so everything. So this will explain my I determined. I I wanna I wanna accomplish more things, you know. And I know I can. And I feel, yeah, I know I can. You know what I mean? I need yep. need a couple of things, but uh, so everything that I taught you guys, yeah, was about my experience. The things I experienced in tournaments, training, tough times, like everything. And the message I was going to keep is like that everybody can do it. And you can be the weakest person ever. I always going to see you as capable to do something. You know what I mean? And that's what I believe. And that's what I'm going to like step on it like every time, you know. So I cannot say something to the students if I won't do that to myself. For me, 
Right. Make sense? Well, yes, you should always lead by example. I believe that. This, this means a lot to me, and yes. I'm not willing to give it away. Make sense? Yes. It might not happen. It might not happen, you know. I might have to work with this, work with that, to, to take care of my family. It's going to be tough times right now. Definitely will be, which will make stronger people, right? Yes. But uh, I... So if I build something, all right, to teach, or if I teach somewhere or anything that I do, it's to compete. Oh, so okay. My athlete life, my athlete like career will be in first place with my family. So no matter what happens, no matter what you're gonna happens. heal up. You're getting back into competition. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. So, so the jujitsu is not over for you. You're just. You're just done doing the job. Never older uh, <laughs> for me. It's never. always in my life. It's in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's in your blood. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing it for so long. So, so, so right now it's just that transition period where you're like you you might have to go grab a job, but you're probably yeah. going to take a couple weeks off, or you you know what I mean. Try to figure things out. Okay, all right. Um, is there anything? Um, you wanted to touch on, or I'm going to kind of use this moment to flip through my book real quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. Chris is the best. Look at him. <laughs> oh my God. I call, I called him Joe Rogan. Yes, 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 he does. Yes, he does. I don't know if I'm going to air that. <laughs> I don't need any hate. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? Hate's probably good right now. There's a lot of it out there. Yeah, yeah, um, man. You know what? Yeah. But. My God, my brain is so toast. So, is there? So, you making this decision is is this something that you had to struggle with to to choose to make this decision? Hundred percent. Yeah. Imagine, okay. Imagine, imagine now, if my family I have a daughter for one year old. Yeah. Like no, one three years old. My bad. I okay. Have a daughter of three years old. You're gonna just like turn four. We supposed to go to Brazil right now because my grandmother. Had cancer, so we oh. applied. I spent some seven hundred dollars with like lawyer again because I had to apply for emergency travel. My my daughter, my grandmother is fine; she's not that bad, you know. Oh, okay, good. But but that was the reason that we could go there and see her family because we don't see her family like for about two years and a half. That I don't have my vacation to go mm-hmm. during COVID and like much of things, and also the green card that I could go. Yeah, I cannot leave the country now. Oh, for real? Because of the green card. Be- yeah, I cannot leave. You can't leave until you get it? Nope. That's If I go, I lose the process. My whole money, the 16 What? Yeah, the $16,000 that I put on will be See, gone. See, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. Yeah, That's stupid. Man, yeah. They, they, they can't put a pause on it while you go somewhere and Fuck then come that. back? Exactly. Ah, oh, come on. Horrible, horrible. See, I, yeah, th- this is what makes me upset. Yep, yeah. So, we're supposed to go and see your family, right? Yeah. Right now, it's not going to happen because right now I have to figure out a bunch of things here. I'm going with my car payments and, and everything. So it's a decision that I'm very realistic. I'm 100% in in on my decision, but I'm going to have to do some moves, you know. Okay. Because I didn't expect it, you know. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah this kind of came out of left field, as they yeah. like to say, and now you have to... You have yep. to figure figure it out. So, all right. Well, let's get off of this path here because I just I, I feel like uh, a lot of going on. 
there's a lot going on, and I'm sure there's a few things you don't want to touch on, so yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. We can do that. I'm just, I'm very happy for you. It yeah. seems like you are very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, you're, you've made your decision, you're sticking to it, yep. and now you're on your new path. Yep. So let's get back to uh, the jujitsu part of it, because you are an amazing professor and a proponent of uh, jujitsu, period. So what would you uh, say to anybody out there that is, uh, I, I, I don't think the rank matters um, because I feel like you struggle in every rank. Um, I just don't know if you feel like uh, uh, there's uh, ranks that struggle a little bit more than others. And if you have any good advice for people getting into jujitsu today. So if you're new, it's very simple. Very simple. You just got to be Super humble. You gotta be super humble because you're gonna get beat up. You're gonna get your ass beat. It's going to be like that. It's no other way. You know what I mean? Like I give wrestling as a uh, an example. Like wrestling, like they they have way different than us because they. You see some guys who never lost. You see those things happen in wrestling, right? It's not like that. Everybody get beat up before. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so much technique is so much that you gotta put together that it it, it is not like that. So. You're gonna get beat up in the beginning, you know. And every belt, every scenario is gonna have a new challenge. So, to who's just starting, you gotta be like very, very humble. Like, keep focus on the technique and try add something to the game and try build a game. You know, understand understand jujitsu, not like keeping the technique in mind. You know, sometimes you just memorize the technique, but we not understand what makes that work. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So like, oh, I do this, I do that, I do that, but why I'm doing this, why I'm doing that? Like, this is for what, you know? We should think like that. Oh, this works because of this, you know? That's what they should be. But every belt is a struggle, you know? Yeah, well, you know? yeah, I gets, agree. Gets better, gets better. <laughs> Does it? Gets better, gets better, you know? Okay, yeah. I will believe you. <laughs> But yeah, I was just, you know, I, I feel like uh, th there's some great advice in there for people either getting into jujitsu or, you know, uh, when people get injured, you know, that, 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 that advice of just allowing yourself to heal because once you heal, you'll be that much better when you come back. Yep. It's just tough to, to, to process, uh, right? Yeah, it's yeah, tough. It I, I mean, I'm only three weeks off, and I'm going crazy in my I house. Know, my man. my wife has noticed my temper go up. Yeah. You know, I got nowhere to displace my energy. Um, so it's 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 very frustrating, and I'm sure it's, that uh, yeah, happens so to much, all of us. So much, so much hormones that release when you go a lot of dopamine too. You can you yeah, you can release a lot of that, man. Yeah, it's amazing. You I get out of there fun. and I'm tired. I don't care if somebody cuts me off in traffic. I'm like, yeah, you Whatever you keep want. going. Now, right now, I got my I'm, I'm beeping on the <laughs> horn, I'm screaming at you, and I don't know why. No, so know, it man. really does help tame that monster yeah. um, that lives inside of us. Um, but uh, let's see, let's see. What about you, man? What about, what about you? me? What do this you want to know? This is amazing, man. Look at this. You're yeah. having a podcast. I'm seeing you put a lot of passion on it. Like, this is this is cool. Like, Yeah, this is uh, actually, uh, to be honest with you, you're going to be episode 104. Um, so that's amazing because that is <laughs> two years. So th th as when this podcast comes out, it is now two years old. So celebration! Yeah, two it is a celebration. Old. I got, right. I got some. Let's go, let's go, water. All right, water. Yes, this is water, liquid death, everybody. Um, but 
Yeah, so um, I, I, I've been putting a lot into this podcast over the last two years. It has grown quite a lot, and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm trying to get myself out of my comfort zone, but I will uh, say that the reason I started this is because I was afraid of going back to drinking when they locked us up. So Bill uh, from Bill, class Bill, yeah, yeah. gave me my first microphone. Wow. that's So amazing. when we were locked up, he gave me a mic and he said, give it a shot. Wow. And that was two years ago next week. Wow. That's so, cool, man. And then it's just grown from there, you know. And oh, my wow. favorite part of all of this, even though I get nervous and everything else, is having having people on. Yeah. You know, it is it is fun, you know, talking about the stuff that's going on in my life or uh, dealing with my sobriety or stuff that's going on. Um, trying to help other people out there that have the same issues that feel alone is what I feel because I felt alone. And then yeah. I, you, the more you talk to people, you realize you're not by yourself. The person might not be having the same struggles as I am, but we're all still struggling in the end, you know, trying to make our way through it. Um, so that's why this got started. I wanted to make sure I wasn't drinking. I wanted, it was basically AA meeting for yep, me. Yep, yep. So I've now opened up that to other people. Some, uh, some people will write comments. Um, you know, I get emails with, uh, stories, uh, and, and then when I get those, I'll, I'll read them out on the podcast. And because, you know, and I just feel like sometimes people want to have a space, safe place to be able to get their story out there, but also it, it allows them to, uh, reflect on it yeah. when you get it out there and then other people hear it and they're like, oh, wow. I, I mean, I'm dealing with the same thing. And, you know, this person's not doing an example. You, yeah, you yeah. It's just works a, and way. I so so that's where this really started. Yeah. And where I've taken it is I feel a little bit more of a next level. You know, I wasn't expecting any of this, but I just got <laughs> involved with it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's where it started. And wow. you are my. My two-year anniversary episode, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I totally forgot to mention it. I'm, like, so bad at mentioning things sometimes. <laughs> My promotion skills are not that great. Yeah, that's about get better. It gets better. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping better. on. Yeah, we'll get it. Um, yeah, so that's that's why I did this. That's why I got it started. Is there anything else you want to know? I mean, feel free to ask. Yeah, yeah man, I, like, I, I, see, it's, uh, from what I see from you, it's a lot of passion on it and... and I mean, I think everything in the beginning is kind of hard, right? But I everything good, is, you know. But yeah, man, that that looks amazing. I feel like you like to talk, like more than me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually, I don't talk as much, like no, just if I, you ask me, you know. But like, I will be honest with you with the news that I got yesterday. It kind of changed a little bit of today's podcast because yeah, I was yeah. like, where. Where are we going? Now? Yeah, because I was like, I had, I did, I had a thing, and I was, you know, I was working on it, and then that happened yesterday, and it's really hard to transition I everything believe. I wanted you to talk about. Right? You gotta yeah, adapt. I had to, I had to, but yeah, I mean, that was some shocking news. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've been hit up a few times, and then like, what's happening? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. So uh, that's your story. That's between all of you. I don't really care what happened in a sense, you know, on air and, and publicly. I, I don't, no one needs to know what happened, but it was just like, okay, so 
I already uh, feel a certain way about interviews. You know what I mean? I'm nervous. I'm shaky. Uh, I'm looking at my role models. You are people I admire and look up to. So I feel like I have to uh, just be the best. I have to. I have to bring it because you know I want to. I want to get as much out of you guys while you're in front of me as I can, and then. You know, that little uh, 180 there. I was like, oh, hmm. So I think we kind of figured it out, you know. Um, I just, I I had to improvise and redirect. And man, that's I a, do the best I can. Man, this is you know? amazing. It's amazing. I was kind of worried, like, because, like, oh, my God. Usually, if if people don't ask me, I usually don't say no. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, well, that's why I'm like. How, how it's going to be because, I don't know, I'm going to wait for he say what he got to say. And, like, I might say something. I don't know. <laughs> nah, you're fine. You're fine. So, well, you know what? I'm kind of curious about. I'm always curious about people's uh, beginnings and their role models and stuff like that. So uh, I kind of wanted to go back just a little bit. Well, it's a lot actually, but <laughs> your 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 dad was in jujitsu, right? How 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 big was he? Big, like big in jujitsu or not? yeah, like I like mean, you know, he did. He wasn't big in jujitsu. I mean, he loved it, but he wasn't he wasn't deep like the way I am. Okay. Not even close, but he loved it. He loved it. Oh, all right. And was he black belt? No, no. He was a blue belt. Actually, I have also an uncle, which is a black belt, who lives like, he was like from, you know, Amazonas? Manaus. Like, it's like the big forest, like, that, like, supports the whole world in Brazil. You don't know? I no. Man, Amazonas. So, he, this guy's from. The Amazon? Amazon. Okay. He's the from, Amazon. I have an okay. uncle, which from there, like, it's like. Because my granddad like broke up from from my my family when he, they were kids, and he went there and he built another family. That's an uncle there, which like was a world champion of purple belt in nineteen ninety eight. This guy, funny, yeah, Marcus Vadi, his name is funny, but um, never met. <laughs> oh really? Just on internet, yeah. Oh wow, okay. My dad was a blue belt, but like he was like he loved the jujitsu. He thought it was like the coolest thing ever, and. So 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 you start jujitsu and you like surpassed your dad. Yes, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, see, and it, I had this image of your dad being this black belt. No, da, da, da. no, no, no. And you yeah, know, and, see, and, I love this shit. You know, you know what? It's funny. It's like that. Used to live in Maya, right? Yep. My professor, my professor, my my dad. He trained in Maya. Which is like a kind of city, right? And he trained it also in Baja, I guess, something like that. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. But the fun fact was when he was training Mayer, he had classes with my professor. Oh, really? My professor Rogério, yeah, Roger. You can say Roger, it's easier for people to understand. My professor Roger. And like, what? And. When I went to wow. Baja and I was training, professor, uh, my professor Hoji has an academy in Baja, and which is the coolest, coolest city ever, coolest town actually. And and oh my god, it like they talk to each other and kind of like my dad kind of like pushed me through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was was amazing. Yeah. No shit. Dude. Crazy. So my professor taught my dad. Wow, <laughs> that is in that's that's wild. That's crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy how life it is. It's crazy. That is so wild. So was your were your parents younger? 
Were they young parents? No, not young parents. My mom had me, I guess, with 30. Oh, okay. My dad, I guess, with my mom. I'm not sure if she was 30 or 33. Oh, wow. 30, I guess. And my dad, I think, 28. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And if uh, I, I, I like to do another thing where I talk about food a lot um, because I find that a lot of American diets are shit. And nobody eats well around here. That was so. the worst thing when I came up here. It, so hard to adapt. It was so hard to adapt. Because in Brazil... I, I was going to say, it must be a, like clean. A huge, exactly. So the mentality is so different about food. But it's not that one is right or not that one is wrong. It's not about that. Okay, mm -hmm. When we talk about food, actually, today, I like a lot of things the way the food works in America. But before, it was hard. Because <laughs> the mentality in Brazil is like that fat, it's bad to you. So we don't eat fat. Everything is like so clean, so clean. You know I was I, mean? I was gonna say I've heard stories where the food is yeah, very I mean, clean I mean, over some, there. I mean, some some I mean like traditions and traditions, right? Some people are very weird tradition like of steak to make steaks, and a lot of people like eat with like fat too. But like if you like want to be healthy, like the mentality, what people think, like that you're supposed to eat, not eat that. Okay. Here you come up breakfast in the morning. I have like a fucking bacon on my <laughs> on my plate and like what's going on here but i love it because yeah. like i i like i mean i like to eat a lot mm -hmm. when i when i get older and i won't be competing anymore my goal is go to like ultra heavyweight like just eating oh you know? shit I really love, i love eating i love to eat fat and like you know <laughs> i love i love to be big i like it i like it Oh, and man. but it was a big shock because I was so deep on diet. I always did diet to make weight. Yeah. And I'm transitioning for a new place. I'm still growing and like, oh my God, how it is this? So my face got my face got big. Everything got like like water in my body, retention. Yep. It was was crazy. They they do say that like when you are younger and you're growing those weight cuts cuts are so much more brutal. Yeah, on the teenagers yeah. and the younger, yeah. uh, uh, like someone in their early twenties, yeah. before you're fully developed, they just say that that like wrestlers go through it all the time. They say it's horrible for them. Yeah. It's super super bad. I am but, against yeah. So now, like when you when you're in Brazil and you're, you're eating clean, right? Do they they've got McDonald's and Burger Kings and stuff like that? Yeah. Even when you were growing up, right? Yep. So all that stuff existed. It was just that most of the time you were eating like meats and greens. A and ex existed, existed. Uh, of course, like the culture, you eat, you eat good. But the thing it is, I'll explain why. That's what I believe. I'm not sure if it is or not, but that's my my perception. So we have McDonald's, all of those junk foods here that you guys have here. Too. Yeah. I mean, you have more in here than yeah, there. Yeah, we got too much. And we got more options of have healthy food over there. Yeah. Which I'm going to talk about, which you're going to love after. But anyways, but the thing it is, here in America, I believe like with $2, you buy like a whole fast food. Yeah. Which like, it's okay, right? It's like that money won't be expensive for you guys. It might be cheaper than you buy a healthy food, right? Yeah, around here, yes. 100%, 100%, yeah. For us over there, it's not. So it's kind of weak or maybe even more, the fast food. Really? Yep, yep. Still not huh. expensive. The McDonald's still not expensive, but people love, they think going to McDonald's is like... Oh, it's money. So it's, it's not. It's not that money. It's not that it's money. But it's like but a little it's, step up. Exactly. Oh, up. really? Exactly. Yep. Now is that because they uh uh did they 
I always feel like whenever you go to another country and you see McDonald's and Subway and all these fucking fast food restaurants from here, I feel like it was put there for us. So that when we show up oh, and we're, no, we're no, yeah, no, we're no, here, no, no. we're here. Oh, I'm going to go have McDonald's because that feels familiar. <laughs> oh. like, you know what I mean? I always feel like we put it there for ourselves. And then our, I call it poison, our poison infects you guys. You know, because yeah. I feel like that's what we do. We, we, there's it's, a bunch of stuff that yeah. American commercialism is just awful. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, like the American culture, like, like, uh, is a lot of reference from Brazil too, because I remember when I grow up, mm -hmm. everybody talks about America and we had like a bunch of, we call novellas, which like uh, TV shows, a lot of TV shows like that. It's about America. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. So you grew up he uh, um, hearing about it, you know? So, I mean, I'm not sure if you know, I'm not sure how it is the numbers today, but like Brazilians were like, I think the biggest population to spend money at Disney, like traveling to here, spend a ton of money. Was from Brazil? Yep. Oh, wow. Really? It, it is crazy. So Brazilians love America. About Just one question though. California or Florida? The way I like Disney. Disney. Which Disney? Oh, no, no. Florida. Disneyland? Florida. Or, okay. Florida. All right. Disney That's World. Right. Disney World. That's right. World, 100%. That's right, California. <laughs> All right. I thought so. I thought Disney so. Disney World, Dis yeah. Yeah, Disney World's way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so so what were you saying before I interrupted you with that? You were saying something about... Um, uh, the, the the food and... Yeah. yeah so McDonald's, uh, a lot of people that eat, has a lot of people that eat. But we have in such a healthy culture, I'll explain why. Because the whole year, it's warm, it's sunny, people walk. You're just out all the time. We out all the time. We walk without shirts on the street. Everybody shows the body. The girls show the body, the guys shows the body. So you're constantly seeing each other and like it's something that people look for. You know what I mean? We have like, yeah. we have like beach gyms, like on around the beach that you can go do pull-ups, can do like a bunch of oh, exercise. Okay. Has a whole thing to jog on the beach, you know, like huh. has like people, people are like playing soccer on the beach, people like playing volley, volley at the beach, people surfing. So there's people, no seasons there. No, I know it is. I mean, it is, but for you guys, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. You could, okay. You can, wow. You cannot tell. But, yeah. you, but you do have a spring, have, summer, yep. fall, winter. Yep, yep. Technically, yeah. we have technically, that. yeah. Like California gets winter, but they don't drop below like fifty oh or forty. God, Chris, Chris, the California winter for a Brazilian, it's cold, cold. as hell. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. So imagine so this, me. Imagine so this. Me, imagine me coming up here yeah. to the to New Hampshire, like uh, coldest thing ever. Uh, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. It yeah. does get colder. The more you go up north, yeah. And you, man. you went. Well, you also went to those ice things, right? I and went. walked around the ice castles and I stuff. Went, I went. Yeah, yeah. Cool. My my friend went there. He went there. It was negative twelve out. Man, I remember. This is a funny story, <laughs> Professor Philippe. Funny story. <laughs> so Professor Philippe used to live in Abu Dhabi, right? Yeah. Warmest place ever. Okay. Warmest place ever. And Professor Philippe left from there, and he was looking to find some opportunity in America. Then he came up to my home, right? And he came up around the winter time. 
Okay. So he get out of the worst, warmest thing ever to the coolest, coolest thing. thing. And the year he came up, I think they we didn't get that cold in a hundred years. Oh. Uh, he got below twenty six. He got below like the sensation. I don't even know what was the sensation. <laughs> and I remember him, him like. <gasps> Oh my god, I can't breathe. So like, cold, so cold, so cold. And like, that's the funniest thing ever because like, he like he went like from one extreme to another extreme. Like, yeah, it's crazy. He must have had great shock proteins, though. Oh my god, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he survived people, it. He survived it. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. So, I wonder where the hottest place on the planet is. Is, yeah. is it? Is it over in there? Yeah. That Abu Dhabi? That uh, east? That, is that Eastern that Asia? Is, uh, I believe so. I I'm think not that geographically very well. You know. Everybody knows I'm not. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's a desert. Desert. Yeah. You know. So. Abu Dhabi is a desert. Yeah. So, wow, that is insane. What a what a the, the weather is so interesting to me. It's it's. Like how it's so different from yeah. place to place all around yeah, the world, yeah. depending on where you're located to the equator, changes everything. Changes everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that shoe. Yeah, that's that's so wild. Yeah. But I'm having a lot of fun actually. Good. I was kind of nervous in the beginning, but now yeah. I'm, I'm see, totally now fine. you're loosening up. Now loosening up. Let's go back to the food real quick, but not the Brazil food. You moved to America, and now you're eating American food. You're loving the food. But, but what was the change? Like, how, what did you have to get accustomed to? Was it? My weight got super up. Really? And I was having a hard time to make him wait. And I don't know, like, after today, I'm, I adapted and, like, I follow my diet. I have, like, a nutritionist, Bruno Koitakash, which helped me a lot. And this your nutritionist of today? Nutritionist, yeah. He lives oh. in Brazil. He lives in Brazil. Oh, okay. Yep. He does uh, online with me. But um, today I'm fine. But on the beginning, what I felt is like it, that's the word I use. I'm not sure if it's gonna make sense to you, like a slug. You know, like okay, sluggish. Yeah. It's like it's like something like kind of like that. My blood was like uh, you know, like some grease and like hard to yep. move and hard to. You know, yep. that was the hardest. But after I adapted, I mean, I believe it's fine. You know, I'm not that sure. is so interesting because yeah. it makes me wonder what was causing you to feel sluggish. Yeah, I don't know. Because, man. I mean, if because you came from Brazil, which had nice, clean food. And then you come here. Were you eating garbage or were you eating clean food? Suppose mm. you, like I we was eating, I was reading what what they have like some days had garbage some days had good good things you know depends oh I mean pizza those things okay but, but also I used to be I used to clean super super clean too that's like also makes different you know what I mean I used to that's that's the thing I used to in my teenagers uh, my teen my teens I used to not eat sugar I used to never drink oh yep never drink. I used to not even put salt on my food. Oh so, wow! So so was a big big jump for me okay. because I was so, I ate it like super clean. You know? So you're basically eating meat and greens with like nothing on it. Meat, actually. Did you we, eat a greens? We, I ate, but not much. A lot of chicken, sweet potato. Oh, or brown rice. Our sweet potato is different than yours. The sweet potato we use that it's I believe 
the Japanese sweet potato. That's why. Now, why do you it. prefer chicken? Just because. So the culture in Brazil is that the chicken is clean. Oh. It's, a, it's a clean. It's a clean. Uh, uh, that's why I'm telling you, it's crazy. Oh. But I love steak, man. Love steak. Love steak. Is steak is common in it Brazil? Is, it okay, is, okay. It is. We okay. have a big churrascarias, which means uh, barbecue. We have oh. like a good barbecues. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But okay, but you you would go with the chicken. It's supposedly a little bit cleaner. Yeah. What the way that they're grown and then butchered is that? Um, I mean. Just heard that's supposed to be clean. I don't know. That's that, well. That's interesting <laughs> yeah, yeah. because it's like kind of the opposite here. Yep. But the one thing that they do say about chicken is that the protein levels are higher. But oh, I prefer yeah. I prefer red meat over anything. Yeah. So yeah. my diet now consists of red meat, maybe some salt, greens, and potatoes, and that's my life. And that's it. But I used to when I was a teenager. I'd fucking eat everything. Yeah, it was it was yeah. all going in my system. So now I feel better, which is interesting. Why it, it be, this is why it's interesting to me is because you were eating the way that I kind of eat now, and then you came here, and then all of a sudden you're <laughs> feeling sluggish and slowed down yeah, yeah. because you're you're eating all those pizzas, the the stuff. It's got seasoning in it yeah. and all this, and it doesn't seem like that happens a lot in Brazil. It probably. Probably happens, you know. I'm not saying not it much, doesn't. Not much, really. Not much. Right, really. right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. But it make I'm almost like wondering if you had eaten what you eat in Brazil and then come to America and continued eating what you ate in Brazil, would you have felt sluggish still? So, so I don't know. I don't think so today. Yeah. But from something that I believe is like. We get stronger to things fast, right? Yeah. So what can happen is that I got numb about it. So might happen that I'm still feeling that, but I don't know because it's been such a long time that I don't know what I'm more being to be good, but I might be totally wrong. You no, know? It, see, uh, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt a little yeah. bit because I believe that you were introducing something into your system that your body wasn't yeah, used that to. that might, might be that true, yeah. So your body had to alchemate to whatever you were putting into it, all the seasonings yeah. and the cheeses and everything else, all that all that stuff I like to call garbage. It makes my wife very upset when I do that. But it, it, I, I feel like it's almost all garbage. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but it is fun. It is fun. So, and then you, you, you come, you, you're dealing with that, and now maybe you don't, eat as much of that stuff because you've been here for six years. So you kind of, I feel like you came. Ah! Yeah. 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 To get you. a lot. It's like, it's like all of us, we get excited, yeah, all new yeah, shit. Give me yeah. everything all at once. But now six years later, you've kind of rebalanced your diet. Yep. You may eat that stuff, but it's probably not all the time yeah, anymore. Exactly, exactly. So you, so you, you kind of went crazy Blasted your system with shit, and now, I gotta and now you got to balance. Yeah. So now you're starting to feel clean. You're not sluggish anymore, and that is just uh, how poor the American diet is around here. That's just how poor. Our, like when you eat that stuff, that's what happens. And yeah. I was so curious about that because it's like I'm sure they don't say that in Brazil unless you're eating at McDonald's, you yeah, know, all yeah, the time. Yeah, or yeah. but I, I, I mean. I'm not going to say that Americans are the worst, but let's be honest. We kind of, we spread it everywhere. 
We we share with everybody our uh, what's the damn word I'm looking for? That I don't I, I can't remember the word, but like we we if it if it's not good for you, we'll we'll give it to everybody. Yeah. We'll just spread it all around, and I'm just like so that is very interesting. So today. Not as much crap, but you're still having fun, but you are, you're maintaining your diet. But when you're all done competing one day, ultra, ultra heavyweight style, ultra heavyweight, getting big. What, what, what do you weigh right now? Right now. Oh my God. So, uh, I believe 183 right now. Usually, 183. I usually like compete like 181 with geese. So I probably got to lose like six pounds, maybe five because the geese weights too, you know? Oh, yeah, not that bad, but wow, that's my that's my weight. Ultra, um, wait a minute, middle ultra weight. middle, well, heavy. Yeah, that's middleweight. You're correct. What what is is it? Two hundred and eighty ultra heavyweights, no limit, no, no limit, limit division. Oh no, no I, limit. I can't, I can't endorse this. <laughs> I can't endorse this, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh shit, man. Well, I, again. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. It it absolutely amazing. It was worth. The weight, um, and you know, it, it really was. Uh, I'm just so glad you came on. I greatly appreciate it, and I greatly appreciate you. Um, but and just thank you so much, Professor Lucas. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, that's where we're going to end the, this week's podcast. I hope everybody out there, you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you later.